0: Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we're diving into the harmonious world of musicophilia, penned by the renowned Oliver Sacks. This lyrical exploration intertwines science and art, examining the profound impact of music on the human brain and psyche. Sacks, whose credentials include not only his medical expertise as a neurologist, but also his widely lauded authorship presents an intriguing compendium of case studies that reveal the complexities of music's role in neurological conditions. With the delicate touch of a maestro, musicophilia orchestrates a narrative that resonates with those who have a deep appreciation for music, as well as individuals captivated by the mysteries of the human mind. Sack's storytelling, grounded in his experience as a neurology professor at Columbia University and elevated by his best-selling works like Awakenings and The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat, crafts a book that is as informative as it is enchanting. Listeners will be captivated by stories of afflictions both soothed and triggered by melodies, uncovering the curative powers of music in therapy and everyday life. Musicophilia is an essential score for music lovers, aspiring neuroscientists, and anyone intrigued by the therapeutic qualities of music. Tune in to witness how an intangible art form can paint the canvas of the human condition with patterns of emotion, memory, and healing. Join us as we explore the symphony of the mind in Musicophilia. Musicophilia, Tales of Music and the Brain Introduction unveiling the mysteries of music and the mind. Music is a force that knows no boundaries, a true universal language that resonates with souls across the globe. For most, it's a source of joy, a medium of expression, and even a pathway to transcendence. But what happens when this melodious friend starts playing tricks on the mind? Let's have an auditory adventure to discover how music can be both a healer and a trickster within the intricate labyrinths of our brains. Welcome to the land of musicophilia, where the love for music is so powerful it can stir up a symphony of neurological wonders and nightmares. We'll journey through tales of individuals who experienced music's extraordinary effects, from reviving lost words to instigating vibrant visual spectacles. Picture this you're lost in your favorite melody, only to be greeted by an explosion of colors, painting the world as you hear each note. It's a real phenomenon for some, and it's just one of the many quirks we'll uncover. But music's influence isn't all rainbows and harmonies. It can also be a source of deep disturbance. Imagine being haunted by incessant, imaginary music, or feeling your very nerves dance uncontrollably to an unseen rhythm, leading to seizures. Yes, music can hold the mind captive in the most unanticipated ways. And then there's the curious case of creative jolts from the blue, quite literally. Struck by lightning, a person might arise not with a superhero cape, but with newfound musical inspiration. It sounds like fiction, but our exploration will reveal these truths to be just as fantastic as any tale. Prepare to delve into the curious conundrums and miraculous stories that illustrate music's profound impact on our neural pathways and daily lives. Whether it's in soothing waves or electric shocks. Music shapes our world, one note at a time. Part one. When the music doesn't play, understanding amusia and musical indifference. Imagine a world where music doesn't hold sway, where the strum of a guitar, the hum of a melody, or the beat of a drum simply doesn't resonate. It's not the same picture for everyone. Musicophilia might be missing from the gallery of some people's minds. Let's tune into the lives of those who experience music differently or, in some cases, not at all. Music isn't a fluent language for every individual. There are those who are untouched by its melodies, living with a condition known as amusia. It's an intriguing variance within human experience where the threads of musical understanding are unspun. Take, for instance, those with tone deafness, which affects around 5% of our populace. Their world is devoid of pitch perfect harmonies, a song sung just a step out of tune and the discordant note that follows are indistinguishable to their ears. They may sing with all their hearts, yet the tunes rebel, refusing to align with the intended melody. Then there's rhythm deafness, the disconnect that leaves one unable to dance to the same beat as the rest. Picture Che Guevara crudely switching from tango to mambo an orchestra's efforts dissolving in the mismatch of steps. This rhythm challenge isn't limited to individual struggles. It can emerge as the product of cultural conditioning. Babies may start life ready to embrace all rhythmic possibilities, only to find their beat narrowed by the familiar tunes of their culture as the months pass. For some, even toe-tapping and the simple pleasures of a catchy song remain aloof. They live with amusia in its purest form. Music, in this experience, is transformed into noise, harsh sounds that might remind one of the grating screech of tires instead of notes delicately woven together. Additionally, there's a world where music is perceived clearly, yet it stirs no joy, no urge to move, no sublime feelings, it possesses an unusual mundanity. This was the world inhabited by minds like Charles Darwin and Sigmund Freud who, despite their contributions to humanity's understanding of itself, found music a language that didn't speak to them. Music's richness, its emotive power, its allure, circled around them without ever truly touching them. So let's pause and reflect on the diversity of our musical experiences, paying homage to the intricate symphony of human perception, where music can be a source of ineffable beauty for many, while for others it remains an echo in the silence. Part two, the maestro's mind, how music molds a musician's brain. Picture the mind as an instrument, one that can be finely tuned through practice and passion. Musicians, the virtuosos who dedicate their lives to the art of melody and harmony, reveal to us the astounding truth that the brain can indeed be sculpted by music Step into the auditorium of neuroscience and behold the cerebral concert hall where the brains of musicians take center stage. Imagine being able to pick out the brain of a pianist or a violinist from a mere lineup of grey matter. It may sound like the parlor trick of a futuristic Sherlock Holmes, but it's rooted in reality. Researchers have unveiled that the brains of musicians boast distinctive changes, so profound that they can be identified amidst a crowd of non-musical peers. But how does the brain bloom with such musical dexterity? The secret lies not in the stars under which one is born, but in the hours of practice, the scales and etudes echoing through practice rooms. It's the devotion to craft and the diligent pursuit of excellence that carve the intricate neural pathways within a musician's brain. Studies have illuminated that starting young and immersing oneself intensely in musical education can shape the brain significantly. Children merely a year into violin lessons showcase remarkable differences in their brain structure. And the beauty of this transformation knows no age. Even adults sit at pianos, their synapses firing, reshaping their brains within minutes of beginning their musical journey. It's a concert happening within. With every new chord and scale adding to the symphony of changes. At the foundation of this marvelous metamorphosis is an innate musicality, a pre existing condition that makes musical training even possible. Almost everyone has this innate ability to respond to music, much like seeds waiting for the right soil and sunlight to flourish. Consider the Suzuki method, a testament to this universal musical potential where children learn to play instruments through a method rooted in listening and mimicking. This approach brings forth the musician in nearly every child who can hear the tunes. Thus, while musicians aren't bequeathed their musical brains by fate, their rigorous training etches indelible marks upon their cerebral matter. It's a roadway built by notes and rhythms, travelled persistently until the mind itself resonates with the music it creates. Part 3. The Double-Edged Sword of Absolute Pitch Consider a world where every sound sings a clear note. The honking of horns, the ticking of clocks, even the mundane sneeze holds a melody. This is the realm of those with absolute pitch, a rare auditory prowess that assigns a definitive musical note to every acoustic occurrence. Fascinating, isn't it? Let's explore the tale of Sir Frederick Oosley, an Oxford maestro whose life was a continuous concert of sorts he could discern the key of the whistling wind or the symphonic rumble of a thunderclap. With absolute pitch, each note presents itself with a signature, a unique audio fingerprint, and individuals like Usly could match these signatures with astonishing precision. However, absolute pitch is an exclusive club, with only one in 10,000 people opening their ears to this symphony of specificity. Among musicians, the club's door swings wider, One in ten may boast this auditory acuteness, often honed by the tender hands of early and rigorous musical education. Intriguingly, possessing absolute pitch isn't a prerequisite for musical mastery. Mozart's ears were attuned to this invisible spectrum, but the likes of Wagner and Schumann carved their musical legacies without it. This suggests that absolute pitch, while a marvel, is not the cornerstone of melodic genius but let's sound a note of caution. This gift comes with its quirks. For some virtuosos, absolute pitch can be less of a blessing and more of a cumbersome sensitivity. Imagine the discomfort of an instrument, ever so slightly out of tune, grating against the musician's precise internal tuner. It can be an invisible barrier, throwing a wrench in the gears of their performance, a pianist faltering on even the entrancing notes of the moonlight sonata because the piano's pitch proves unexpectedly alien to their finely tuned ear. So let's acknowledge absolute pitch as what it is, a remarkable yet complex ability that has the power to enchant and unsettle, playing its own unique symphony in the diverse concert hall of human sensory experiences. Part 4. When seeing becomes hearing the wonders of synesthesia and musical enhancement in the blind. Imagine living in a world where colors serenade you, where every chord paints a vivid landscape before your eyes. Such is the reality for people with synesthesia. For them, the senses mingle in a beautiful cacophony, with music and colors interweaving in an extraordinary way. Synesthesia is a fascinating condition where stimulation of one sensory or cognitive pathway leads to automatic, involuntary experiences in a second pathway. To a synesthete, a sharp note might appear as a splash of turquoise, or a somber melody could unfold into a tapestry of greys. It's a perceptual phenomenon that knows no boundaries between sight and sound, and in the realm of music, it gifts some with a truly unique creative edge. Consider David Caldwell, a composer for whom the keys of the piano aren't merely black and white, but shades of crimson, azure, and gold. For Caldwell, colors are his musical compass, guiding him as he composes, ensuring the pieces he produces are vibrant auditory masterpieces. On another note, there's a group for whom the world is enveloped in perpetual night, yet their auditory landscape is richly illuminated. Individuals who are blind, These virtuosos of the void often cultivate an exceptional musical sensibility flourishing without formal instruction. It's as though the silent canvas of their unseen world is filled with the melodies and harmonies that others might overlook. Research unveils a mind's adaptability, the brain's remarkable ability to reroute its resources. When vision fades into the background, the brain's visual cortex doesn't sit idle. Instead, it repurposes itself, joining forces with the auditory system to elevate the sense of sound. Such synaptic reshuffling paints a new portrait of the world, one where blind musicians wield an impressive advantage with a staggering 60% possessing absolute pitch, compared to the mere 10% of their sighted counterparts. Moreover, the loss of sight can sometimes trigger the enchanting emergence of synesthesia. The brain, ever flexible, Rewires, bridges the gap between senses, and introduces a select few to a world where music can not only be heard, but seen in mesmerizing chromatic splendor. Embark on this sensorial odyssey, where for some the curtain of darkness or the blend of senses becomes not an obstacle but a muse, spinning silence and sight into symphonies that resonate beyond the realm of the ordinary. Part 5 A Melodic Paradox The exceptional musicality in minds with disabilities. Take a moment to challenge your preconceptions. Must one possess keen intelligence to navigate the complexities of music? The world has seen that musical prodigies need not fit into the conventional molds of intellectual prowess. In fact, some of the most extraordinary musical talents emerge from the minds of those with intellectual disabilities, revealing an enduring mystery within the symphony of human abilities. Savant syndrome delivers this enigma, where intellectual disabilities exist alongside inexplicable talents, most commonly in music. Picture Martin, a man with an intellectually disabled label, yet gifted with a phonographic memory that holds an entire opera house within. Over two thousand operas dance at his command, each note, each score for every instrument and vocal part readily recalled and flawlessly executed. Under the author's scrutinizing eye, Martin shone with a near-perfect recall, singing or transposing pieces he'd just been introduced to, showcasing a realm where intellectual measure falls flat. Such astonishing abilities often stem from the brain's unique wirings, the left hemisphere's restrictions lifted, freeing the right side's musical potential to blossom unbounded. The realm of logic and language might be clouded, but the world of melody and rhythm is illuminated with profound clarity. Then, there's the extraordinary case of individuals with Williams Syndrome, a rare genetic condition sprinkled across the human tapestry at the rate of one in ten thousand. They navigate life with hearts made fragile by defects, their intellectual capacities constrained, yet their musical sensitivity and affability know no bounds. Studies reveal that their brains engage a broader network when it comes to music, making them virtually bewitched by melodies. Take Gloria Lenhoff, for instance, a young woman cradled in the arms of Williams Syndrome. Her mind's numerical understanding is as fleeting as a shadow, and yet when it comes to operatic arias, she's a polyglot, her voice caressing lyrics in over 30 languages. It's a jarring juxtaposition. The simplicity of arithmetic lost but the labyrinthine structures of music navigated with grace. In these individuals, music emerges neither from learned knowledge nor academic acumen. It is as if their neurons are strung like the strings of a violin, resonating with an innate understanding that transcends intellectual barriers, reminding us all of the boundless and mysterious capacities housed within the human brain. Part 6 when Music Moves, The Healing Rhythms for Movement Disorders Let music be your therapy, your guide to an orchestrated wellness where rhythm reigns as a healer. This isn't just a suggestion for a lively workout playlist, it's also a scientifically backed remedy for some of the most challenging movement disorders known to medicine. Dive into the world of Tourette's Syndrome, a condition marked by unexpected tics and vocalizations. A world often punctuated with fits of involuntary movement. Yet within this chaotic choreography, music, especially genres that celebrate improvisation like jazz and rock, can be a balm. Take David Aldridge, a jazz drummer who harnessed the art of drumming to channel the chaotic energy of his tourettes into a rhythmic harmony, proving the power of melody in restoring order to disorder. Similarly, Parkinson's disease, which hampers the graceful ballet of our daily movements, finds an unlikely ally in music. Sufferers find sanctuary in the steady beat of a tune, which often allows them to bypass their tremors and stiffness and rediscover motion. For patients like Francis D., music's effect rivals that of medicine, its harmonious drapes smoothing out the wrinkles in their movements and granting them temporary liberation from their symptoms. Music's reach extends further to those paralyzed by a stroke or immobilized by an accident. Sometimes the affected limb, though physically intact, lies dormant, its function forgotten by the brain. Here, music steps in as an auditory cue that resonates with the motor system, injecting life back into limbs left lifeless. Take the patient in a nursing home, once bound to stillness by a hip fracture the rhythmic pulses of Irish jigs became her physiotherapy, the cadence of the tunes luring her leg back into motion, note by note. With repeated exposure to this stimulating music, she not only rekindled the use of her leg, but regained her ability to walk, a testament to music's rehabilitative magic. So, take note. In the dance of disease and injury, where movement falters and the body's symphony falls out of tune, Music is more than a listener's delight. It is a conductor, summoning the body back to the stage of life, guiding it to perform once again with fluidity and grace. Part 7 The Harmonious Healing Music as Medicine for the Mind Amidst the echoes of a world at war, a healing melody arose, a song of solace for soldiers bearing the deep scars of battle. Thus marked the humble beginnings of music therapy an innovative approach interweaving the therapeutic qualities of music with the pursuit of individual healing. Fast forward to today, and music therapy stands as a beacon of hope for those silenced by speech impediments and cloaked in the fog of dementia. Where words fail, music speaks, especially for those grappling with aphasia. This loss of speech can build walls around a person, trapping thoughts within. Yet, music has the key to unlock these barriers. Consider the story of Samuel S., a man struck mute by a stroke. While traditional speech therapy struggled to make headway, it was the musical notes of Old Man River that began to erode the silence. Words returned, joy returned, life returned. Two months of singing ballads and vocal drills did what years of conventional therapy could not. It reignited the conversation between Samuel's musical brain and his dormant speech centers. Music therapy's prowess extends to the meandering pathways of dementia, a condition where reality blurs and memories dim. The affliction may erode logic, reason, and recall, but the melodies of the past often persist. They are beacons, illuminating the fading halls of memory and bringing forth a lucidity that seems all but lost. Consider Woody, a vessel adrift on dementia's tides, his personal history slipping through the cracks of recollection. Yet, within him, a jukebox played on, every song from his past a thread pulling him back, however briefly, to the shore of self. When Woody sang, the dementia's curtain lifted, showcasing the undeniable power of music. It's a familiar old friend, recognizable even when all else becomes strange. From the melodies that carried soldiers home to the tunes that restore voice to the voiceless, Music therapy harnesses an innate part of our being. It speaks in a language that predates speech, in a rhythm that resonates with our very core. In a world often harsh and chaotic, music therapy is a harmony that heals, striking chords that reawaken minds and soothe troubled spirits. Part eight, when music triggers turmoil, the rare reality of musicogenic epilepsy. It's hard to envision experiencing music as anything but pleasant, or at the very worst, a mildly annoying earworm. But for some, a note, melody, or the simple act of imagining a tune can spiral into an ordeal, marked by convulsions and a loss of consciousness. Such is the shadowed and lesser-known side of epilepsy, known as musicogenic epilepsy. Epilepsy itself is often braced with the image of flashing lights igniting seizures. Yet this sonic sibling of the condition lurks in the lesser trodden paths of neurological disorders. Every individual's trigger score is as unique as their fingerprint. For one person, the resonance of a certain instrument holds the potential to overwhelm, while for another, specific compositions or even the mental echo of a once loved melody May serve as the unsettling conductor. Sylvia N., a patient of the author, found her affection for Neapolitan songs tragically rewarded with seizures, and Mr. S. faced seizures by merely summoning music in his mind's theater. It's difficult to fathom how something as beautiful as music could hold such dire consequences. Such intense reactions can spur a profound aversion to music, a descent into musicophobia. The case of Nikonov, the 19th century music critic, weighs heavy as a tale of passion turned to peril. Initially stricken by a seizure at the opera, his sensitivity to music intensified over time, blooming into a full-blown phobia where even the faintest whisper of a melody could beckon the tremors. Let's reflect on this curious and cruel intersection where musical notes turn into neurological notes of alarm and fear. Musicogenic epilepsy remains a mystifying testament to the complex synergy between our brain's wiring and the diverse tapestry of external stimuli, reminding us that even the melodies that resonate with our hearts can sometimes strike a dissonant chord in the minds of a few. Part 9. The Inescapable Symphony When Silence Breeds Musical Hallucinations. Consider for a moment your favorite symphony or pop song. Now imagine, If that melody played on an endless loop in your mind, unbidden, unwelcome, and unstoppable. For some, this is not a mere exercise of the imagination but a persistent reality. Their lives are soundtracked by non existent music, a phenomenon known as musical hallucination. Most who experience this are initially convinced that the source of the music must be external, a hidden radio. Or a neighbor's loud party. It is only upon the realization that there is no such source that the internal origin becomes horrifyingly clear. One person described his relentless auditory visitor as his intracranial jukebox, a relentless selection of tunes playing exclusively within the confines of his skull. Physiologists trace the roots of this phenomenon back to one common cause hearing loss. As the silence from the outside world grows, the brain, starved of its auditory diet, begins to conjure its own noises. The elderly, often grappling with increasing deafness, are prime audiences for these internal concerts. Mrs. C's experience is illustrative, where her profound hearing loss led to the boisterous invasion of musicals, carols, and anthems into her quiet world. Her brain, desiring stimulation, turned DJ, playing tracks that only ceased when her attention was stolen by real-world engagements. But this unique brand of hallucination eludes direct medical solutions. They are not harbingers of mental illness, as Mrs. C feared, but simply the brain's overzealous attempt to fill the void of sound, a bid to keep its auditory faculties engaged. Her neurological exams revealed that her brain composed these phantom concerts by activating areas typically involved in processing real melodies, thus crafting an illusion indistinguishable from physical sound. Despite attempts at treatment, even a restoration of hearing, these hallucinations often linger on as an unwelcome encore. Mrs. C., like many others, had no choice but to learn to live with her brain's involuntary musical productions, a testament to the brain's complexity and its sometimes over-ambitious efforts to compensate for sensory deprivation. Part 10. Unexpected Maestros, the Sudden Spark of Musical Genius. Imagine awakening one day to discover that the once mundane soundtrack of your life has been replaced with an irresistible urge to create music. This scenario, though seemingly fantastical, is the reality for a select few who without warning are endowed with formidable musical talents that swiftly consume their lives. Consider the startling case of Cicoria, a man of forty-two years, whose life took a dramatic turn after an encounter with lightning. Far from fostering a superhero persona, the strike ignited an insatiable hunger for piano music within him. Cicoria, previously unmoved by melodies and scales, found himself in the thrall of an overwhelming passion. He amassed recordings, hungrily absorbed piano lessons, and penned the symphonies that reverberated through his mind. The Thunderbolt had not just rearranged his cellular makeup but had rewired his desires. Music became his great love, so much so that his marriage crumbled under the weight of his newfound obsession. But still, he persisted, honing his craft into a brilliant display of virtuosity. Yet the underpinnings of his musicophilia are shrouded in mystery, scans of his brain revealed no discernible damage. The usual harbinger of such an abrupt transformation of artistic ability, Cicoria's metamorphosis, remains an enigma. Another account, that of Grace M., strikes a similarly puzzling chord. Her story unfolds without the drama of lightning, but with an equally sudden and confounding immersion into music. At 55, a jukebox of song fragments sprung to life in her mind, a surprising development for someone previously untouched by the musical muse. Unable to transcribe, she catalogued her creations through recordings, amassing over 3,300 pieces. Her raw, inexplicable outpouring of melody received nods of approval from professional musicians, marking her place among the unexpected composers whose stories perplex and amaze. Not everyone dreams of being commandeered by such all-consuming creative forces but the tales of these late blooming artists remind us that the depths of the human brain hold symphonies yet undiscovered, awaiting an unforeseen spark to bring them to the fore. Final summary. Within the vast concert hall of the human mind, music plays a role that is as complex as it is enchanting. Our relationship with music reflects a spectrum of nuances, from the extraordinary individuals who can pinpoint each note's pitch to those who stand immune to music's charms, locked away from its emotional embrace by amusia. The brain is both a sanctuary and a stage for music's influence, where brain disorders can alter our musical perceptions and abilities in awe-inspiring ways. For some, these conditions unlock a passion for music previously unimagined, even to the point of obsession. For others, the presence of music triggers intense, adverse reactions that transform melodies into sources of distress. But the narrative weaves a hopeful undertone, highlighting music's therapeutic prowess. As it engages the synapses of the brain, music becomes a healer, capable of soothing movement disorders, restoring communication where speech fails, and even reviving limbs hushed by immobility. Through this odyssey of musical sensitivity and the mind's intertwining pathways, we learn that music holds not just the power to entertain, but to unlock hidden corners of the psyche, heal the body, and at times, captivate the spirit beyond resistance. Music, as it turns out, reverberates through the core of our being, shaping our lives in the most mysterious and profound ways.